Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 416. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about how to lose $2 billion because (laughs) the absurdity of that is so crazy that we just have to talk about it. Recently, I saw in the news a woman received a divorce settlement of of over $2.5 billion and now is completely broke. So how does that happen? How crazy is that? Well, there's some very important principles that we need to review. The difference between someone who respects wealth and nurtures wealth and someone who doesn't respect wealth, doesn't understand wealth, and certainly is going to lose all their wealth. I've covered this before when I've talked about athletes or lottery winners or even a famous actor who had made hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars only to lose it all. And why is it that lottery winners can win $100 million, but then within five years, many lottery winners go bankrupt? Why is that? Well, it's because they're not understanding, number one, how to grow their wealth and preserve their wealth. And number two, they don't understand the difference between income and assets. You see, they're looking at the money that they have as income. They're thinking that the money's going to be replenished like a paycheck is replenished, but it's not. It's a one-time payment of a lottery win or of a divorce settlement. And if you spend that like an income, then it's not going to be replenished and pretty soon you are going to run out. It doesn't matter how much money you start with because you can literally spend it all and blow it all and then some. And these people very often don't just spend it all, they spend more than what they had and they end up actually owing people money and having to declare bankruptcy and welch on a whole bunch of debts that they owed. So this is not a good thing. And it's important for us to understand that assets are the things that are going to increase in value and keep wealth and keep appreciating and replenishing wealth. And that's why wealth needs to be in a place where it can compound at a high rate, just like the fifth step to wealth. And in that way, you can protect your wealth, which is the sixth step to wealth. So let's talk about this woman and what went wrong that she lost over $2 billion. You might have heard of her. She's somewhat famous. Her name is Jocelyn Wildenstein, and she's also known as the Catwoman because she's had so many plastic surgeries, she wanted to look more feline or cat-like. Well, I don't think she looks like a cat, but she just doesn't look good at all. (laughs) It was a total waste of money for that too. The article comes to us from thedailymail.com, and it says, Feline the Pinch, Catwoman Jocelyn Wildenstein files for bankruptcy 
and claims she has no savings or stock and begs pals for cash after squandering her $2.5 billion divorce settlement. She filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection earlier this month in federal court just 19 years after pocketing $2.5 billion in her divorce. The socialite has no checking or savings accounts, has not invested in any stocks or bonds, and set up no retirement or pension funds, she claims in the filing. Time out, I have to stop right there. How does a billionaire not have a checking or savings account and not invest in anything like a stock or a bond who can increase in value? Well, apparently she had no good people advising her. She didn't have a good financial advisors looking after her, or it sounds like she didn't have any financial advisors looking after her. So that was her first mistake, not to get some good representation and some good advice. But then she goes on to tell us what she spent her money on. She values her wardrobe of furs and luxury bags at $1,000, that's it, and says her jewelry is worthless months after getting a 32-carat diamond ring. Well, obviously she's not telling us the truth there, but her total personal property is valued at $16 million and largely comprised of her apartment and the $4.5 million she had yet to receive from her divorce. So she still has some money coming toward her, but she had personal property of over $16 million, which sounds like a lot, but after starting with two and a half billion, it sounds like that's a whole lot of depreciating assets to me. She also owes over $6 million to 16 creditors. And some of the things that she's listed buying are not only her multiple plastic surgeries, but also furs, luxury handbags, jewelry, an exotic pet like a monkey. Uh, she's rented a Beverly Hills bungalow. So again, renting and not the owning the asset concept. Furniture, another depreciating asset. Her American Express card, probably for meals, travel, things like that. An architect, she did build a $3 million mansion for her daughter. She has a six-figure bill to a storage company where she's storing some furnishings. She owes money to multiple law firms for attorneys representing her. She's bought autos, including a Bentley. She spent $350,000 on a Chanel dress. And the one asset she has is a New York apartment. So she does have a condominium in New York City that does have value to it. I don't know whether that has a mortgage on it or not, but she at least has one asset. Do you see how she lacked purchasing any other assets that could appreciate in value? Everything she bought was a depreciating asset. Everything was going to be worth less after she bought it from the car dealership or the jewelry store or the fur store or wherever she bought those items, everything was going to be worth less. And so she just spent, spent, spent and blew through over $2 billion. There's really a few fundamental issues here. As I said, one is she did not have good financial advice. When you have large amounts of money, you want to have professionals advising you and telling you where you can invest and grow your money. 
you also want to make sure that you're investing in assets so you're renewing your wealth you're growing your wealth in some sort of a tangible asset you have a way to compound your wealth and continue to bring in larger and larger amounts of wealth it turns out that her ex-husband was an art dealer so he created wealth by buying and selling paintings and also earning commissions selling artworks to very wealthy people so he understood the concept of assets and those assets that he was investing in happened to be valuable paintings and works of art but once she got divorced from her husband and she was on her own she just felt that it was a spending spree that she could go on and she was completely out of control so this is why it's not the amount of money that is going to solve a financial problem the amount of money that someone has is not going to solve a problem if they're a spendthrift or if they spend everything that they earn rather it's getting education it's changing their habits it's getting good advice and it's doing something different other than getting rid of all of the money that they had handed to them so it's this same thing that happens to lottery winners it's the same thing because it's handed to someone who doesn't understand how the wealth is created if you don't understand how to create wealth then you're not going to continue to grow wealth if in fact you think wealth is something to be spent like its income then it's just got a one-way ticket out the door and there's no more money coming in the door so if it's all going out constantly that's how lottery winners eventually lose all of their money even if they win hundreds of millions of dollars or actors or athletes or anyone else that has large amounts of money coming in if they aren't investing in assets that are self-renewing and refilling up that swimming pool if they're just taking water out of the swimming pool eventually the pool will go dry in order to have a swimming pool that is self-filling you've got to have assets that are continuously dumping water back into the swimming pool and then you can spend some water out of the pool without it ever running dry but that concept is something that people that win money or are handed money very often don't understand and so it's important to really get that concept that you've got to have assets that can be money engines for you and grow and compound your wealth so that it's constantly replenishing you stay wealthy and you never ever run out of the wealth that you had if you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, please hit the subscribe button and you'll be updated as soon as new podcasts are available. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.